Hi, I'm Jen and I play Mara Elderwood. Uh, welcome to our own homebrew role-playing game. Uh, it's made by our game master, Eric, AKA Dr. Awesome. Now you'll be entering the world of Cereva that's very different from our own. Now, just so you know, this isn't Dungeons and Dragons. This is a homebrew game. So you'll notice there's differences between the two, but I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. of the area, which is also what it's shared on the screen right now. This is the primary area to which our story is going to be played out right now. Uh, I don't know if I zoom on it. Is it zooming on the screen? It is. Yeah. All right. Enhance. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. So I made this map. Yeah. This is one of the things I've been working on. Uh, so this is the primary area to which we'll be playing for now names of areas that are probably part of your character's backstory. So I have to pay attention. I probably shouldn't have drank. Hey, your guys' characters are actually um, Let me read the, beginning, the intro once we start recording. <laughs> You're amongst your people. Are. All okay. right. <laughs> yeah. So everybody is actually partaking in the uh the libation different types of spirits the spirits there we go there we so, go it, that, that's fine it fits your guys characters right now uh, brief overview of the world this is not as, as big of a deal like right now pertaining to your guys immediate story but just so you get an idea um there are tensions across the main continent which you're playing on okay the continent is named uh serenia it was once part of an alliance where many of the kingdoms on that continent were allied together, but that's fallen apart over the last couple decades. And a uh, new alliance has come to pass called the Imperial Alliance. This whole thing is due to the fact that during the Serenian Alliance, the king died with no heir, the main king. So all the other kingdoms that pledged their loyalty to that king decided, hey, there's no rightful heir. They all fought over who should be in charge. So that broke apart the alliances. Everyone went their separate ways. Eventually, some of the people who claimed to have more of the noble blood or uh, entitled to the throne or nobles, royal blood, they would come forward and pitch their, you know, hey, I'm, I'm part of the 
So eventually those people came together, known as like the elites and so forth, and created the Imperial Alliance. Since no one is actually a king, no one is of the king's bloodline, it's ruled by members of all these different noble royal houses. Okay, so it's more like a parliament or a council. There's not a there's not a sitting king and it's a bunch of dukes and duchesses and you know earls that were claim to the throne and they all backs try to you know plan towards backstabbing each other to the throne or their way to the throne. So that's currently the governing body is the Imperial Alliance. Um, on this continent, the strongest military is known as the Obsidian Order. Okay, they they were once part of the alliance, but now they've broken away, and they are definitely the most technologically advanced of the kingdoms. They are uh, very wealthy due to that technological advancement. So they're yes. Do, can you see where the Obsidian peoples are? The army on the map, or they would not be on this map. Okay. Uh, let me. I can share a map to you that uh, will show where they're at. But just know that they're not in your immediate vicinity to this area. Okay. Uh, but everyone knows they're like the forever looming uh, empire that's spread. So they're the ones we got. They're coming, is taking over this. All right. They come and they show up and they help when things are needed. It, think of it like a. The disaster comes along, they're they're there. They're like, oh, let us help. We have the Have money, we have the resources. And then they, they never leave. And they're like, oh, you're having problems with a monster, you know, horde of monsters in your forest. Let us help. And then they stay. Okay. And because they're vast numbers in technology, usually the local militaries aren't strong enough to push them away. They don't want to start anything with them. So, um, that's why that they're considered uh, by a lot of people. They're looked on in a in a good light, but at the same time, people are scared of them because they know that they could walk in and stomp everyone, but they don't. Uh, and the the most of your characters have never seen their technology, but you've heard of it. You've heard that they have armored wagons that move without horses and have a cannon on it. All right, that's well beyond anything that most of these other armies have. Okay, the Imperial Alliance does have certain regiments of firearms. Okay, they have guys that have rifles. But what you've heard is that it's nothing compared to what the Obsidian Order has. Okay, so there you see the, you know, the, and you've seen the Imperial Alliance vow to try to keep favor to them. So what they'll do is they'll come into a city like the one you're in right now, Balanforth and start to set up shop and where the Imperial orders or the Imperial Alliance is supposed to be governing that place. The Obsidian order comes in starts, Hey, we're helping out. We're setting up a camp we're, we'll start building stuff, helping with the wells and the Imperial Alliance just kind of, okay. And then the Obsidian order will be like, Oh, we can help with moving all of your goods and trade, but we're going to have to put a tax on that. But we can move it much more efficient. And then the people are like, oh, that's our money. And then the Imperial Alliance just like, okay. So 
Huh. Take it or leave it. That's that's basically your the political map is constantly shifting is the main thing you gotta look at right now. Ever since the, the king was there was no heir to the throne of the old alliance, things are shifting often. Okay, and there's the one of the main things that people are talking about is uh, the the holy order of light, which is kind of like what you would consider the Catholic, like would be considered equals like a Catholic church. Okay, they have a bishop who's kind of looked at like the Pope. He's calling for a, a, a crusade into the the Arnian lands, okay, which is kind of like the Middle East for us. The Arnian lands is where he, he believes there's an item that is holy and sacred to the holy order of light. So when he calls on this, of course, young, impressionable minds from across your continent take up arms for the church and head to the the Middle East, so things or to army, so things are a little bit rough. So the economy and everything's faltered because of the fact that your young men are moving on to, you know, either join this crusade, join the militaries. There's all sorts of turmoil. But putting all that aside for now, what we need to focus on is what's immediately in front of your characters today. Is this the eve of the last day of winter? Okay. Their years are a little bit longer here on Cerita. But the winter season is celebrated when it ends because it's known as the seed, the seed time, okay, the seeding period. All right. That's basically they celebrate the time that things the rivers are thawing so they can now transport grain. They can start moving livestock again. It, it's a it's a welcoming of spring and uh the and prospering, you know, like farms and so forth. They're looking forward to that season coming. So it's a celebration being held across most of the Northeast lands. Okay, so across the Serenian continent from the Middle Plains area, which is this, uh, can be marked by a city that you guys will know is called Ilgarit. It kind of sits right in the middle of the, con the continent. Everything north of that celebrates this uh, last day of winter, okay? All of you are in the town of, or the city of Valenport. Okay, Valenport is, is a very historic, well-known city. It stood for hundreds of years. It was very famous during the time of the Serenian Alliance as a defender of the North. Um, it's a very prosperous city because it sits next to the rivers, as you can see on your map. Okay, so it basically transports goods easily. It's near the, you know, it has easy access to, a, to the ocean. Um, it's close to the, the eastern pass, I mean, the western pass for you guys through these mountains, okay? You you then open up into the Great Plains where Ilgarit would be located, the city I mentioned, which is kind of dead center. Um, it is one of the largest cities in the northeast. And if you look at the map that's in the center here, let me see if I can bring it up and give you some focus. Okay, so this is the city of Valenport. As you see, it's very close to all these rivers, which gives it access to the harbor or to the ocean, like I said. Um, has a small town outside Lockmore, which is. But uh, one of the other reasons why this area has become significant is if you, when I scroll down here, you'll see the Blackwell ruins. There used to be a city here called Blackwell. Back during the, uh, the events of the Cataclysm, the fall of the Dark Star. Okay, which you guys can actually reference in the historical documents. When the Dark Star fell to the planet, pieces of it broke off, okay, 
the goddess Cereba wasn't able to keep all the pieces of that falling star from hitting the planet. Portions hit, and one of them hit near Blackwell, which was the largest city at the time in this area. And now, as you can see, it's gone. Okay. There's areas like this across the map, and certain events that happened during the Cataclysm changed things, like the, the shape of certain regions, mountain ranges. It all depended on how close they were to where the pieces of the Dark Star fell. This area near Blackwell, I tried to emphasize to you all that, that, that the area is uh, lifeless. Okay, people avoid Blackwell. Anyone who survived the area or refugees moved on to Ballonport or any of the other close close regions like uh, Shadows Bluff or uh, Gedron Falls. Gedron Falls is a very wealthy city. Uh, it's known for its uh, nobles and uh, elites that have money there. Shadows Bluff is the complete opposite. It's known for its cutthroats and thieves. Um, and then as you go further over, you got Ramboro is one of the few places where the men of the, no the Northlands, the Hyperians, okay, they're like Vikings. And the people of the Southlands, the Serenian people, where they'll meet and congregate. And, and it's actually done peacefully, okay? But whenever you see where, where this area here, where these cliffs are, Thorn Steps, Thorin is the god of those Hyperians, those barbarian men. Okay, so this marks, to them, this marks the beginning of their land. Okay, and now we will return down to hell. All right, so any questions as to your short political and geography uh, lesson there on the earth? Question. The lands you just so, mentioned, is any part of that land considered sacred? Like holy land. Holy land? Yeah. Um, the only the only thing people that would consider this air, uh, any of these regions sacred. Good question, by the way. Five hundred experience points. You can write that down and keep track of it. The reason I mentioned Thorin Steps is this whole region, these mountains north. And this 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 divide right here, this little pass, this bridge from Shadows Bluff that goes up into um, the north. This area is sacred to the Hyperians. Okay, those barbarian, the Viking-like men from the north. Okay, all the skirmishes that were fought in in uh, the last twenty years have been between the Northmen and the people of Serenia. Okay, they come down here and raid and pillage like Vikings used to, you know, historically. They raid, but they don't consider it an act of war or anything. They consider these are their lands and you guys have settled. So if you're going to settle there, you're subject to, you know, the way that they survive. And they live as nomadic clans. They don't live like the people of Serenia. The people of Serenia live, you know, much like a medieval lifestyle. They, you know, own land, farm. Hyperians don't do that stuff. If anything, they might move livestock but they're not big on farming and staying in one place. So, but a uh, big question. So anything beyond this river next to Shadows Bluff, this where you see this bridge, if you go beyond this area here, this is all sacred land to them. Especially here, Thorn Steps, they will come to that location because they consider that the place where their god walked north into the glaciers, so. Hmm. As for you guys, the, um, 
the area doesn't really hold anything except for the fact now it's got a whole bunch of boogeyman stories for anything south of where the Blackwell ruins used to be, or where the Blackwell ruins are now, where the city of Blackwell used to be. Any other questions? No, sir. I think that was it. Right. Oh, okay, so like I said, this is celebrating. You guys are walking through the, or you're in the city of Malinfor. Some of you are walking through. Others of you have been told where you're at. Um, if you have questions in a second, I'll, I'll pinpoint exactly where you are. Um, you're all in the city of Malinfor. It's a big celebration as far as lanterns strung up, flowers, uh, music, entertainment as far as dancers, acrobats, you know, uh, fire breathers. You got to think of like like the circus coming to town, basically. Uh, it's, it's a it's a huge thing for all the people here. Is they pay, basically they're paying a, a homage to the gods for letting them survive the winter and asking for a prosperous spring. Uh, on this night, uh, the celebration falls on the full moon of Erethus, which is one of the four moons of Over Cereva. Okay. Now, I wish I had access here. I could basically tell you who Erethus is. Let me see if I can pull that up. But um, I will get that information for you. But it's the full moon of Erethus. Basically, you have uh, the four brothers of the night are the moons that are over Cereva. Okay. Uh, each moon has a different name, and they're, they're basically like uh, part of their pantheon of God. Uh, the last streams of daylight are falling behind the western hills, and the all-consuming dark of night descends upon the city. Colorful lanterns, bonfires, and so forth are lighting the streets as you guys walk around or take it in from your positions where you're either eating meals or uh, coming into this uh, city for the first time. Floral decorations are hung on walls. Um, people are celebrating. This is one of the few times where you'll see even the commoners and the peasants celebrating amongst noble people or people of the higher classes. Um, and that's usually because many of the temples and so forth will get involved. So when you, you see the priests and so forth out in the street, the elites are less likely to treat the peasants like garbage because they don't want to do that to lose face in front of the, the priests. Um, the crowds are partaking of food. Uh, as you guys are in the what is a southern portion, it's an old plaza. Okay, there used to be just just outside of this plaza is an area that's called Steam Alley, which is where a lot of the uh, underhanded things or uh, gambling, prostitution, and so forth go on. At the head of the, the square that you're at right now, it's a cathedral. It's the uh, Hori Temple, is what it is called it was a grand cathedral one time now it's a den of prostitution okay the, it's it's frowned upon by many of the priests and stuff and as you guys walk through you can see the priests try to avoid it they don't go near there but people fall up to this area because even though it's a uh, prostitution or what do you call it a house of prostitution uh, that everybody enjoys this area because a lot of the entertainers bards and so forth come to this to this area so uh, let me bring that up for you guys here just to give you an idea what the uh, area looks like. All right, so this is the actual area of the plaza that you guys were in. So just to give you an idea, this is the uh, Hori Temple is what it's called now. But it used to be a grand cathedral for the south, the south side of Uh 
These are the stages and so forth that are surrounding a fountain nearby. There's musicians on the stages, uh, dancers, uh, you know, like I said, entertainers of all type. Uh, people are pushing their wares, mostly seed, okay, because it's becoming it's becoming spring season, right? Um, there's people selling lots of seed, but there is what comes of this season. There is lots of different spirits and beverages to be partaking in. So the fact that we're partaking in beverages kind of fits. <laughs> um, all of you are in different locations here, and you might know from your backstory as to why. Um, Mara, you are closer to the the fountain area, but you're you're nearby this pub like tavern. Okay, it's not an inn. It doesn't have a place to sleep. But the reason you've gone here is because it's a uh, one of the few places that are serving hot meals at this time. Okay, so it's drawn a lot of people, and your search your search you need to see as many people as you possibly can. So you're coming here to see all the people coming into the place to get food. Okay, because once these other places open, you'll have to start traveling around to see where other people are at. But right now, this is one of the only places serving hot food. So this had the largest crowd of people coming in and going. Around. All right, Willie, how do we pronounce your character's name? Dolion. 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 Okay. Dolion. Dolion. You are here on the opposite side of the fountain. Okay, this is near a blacksmith's little uh place okay the sharpening wheels so on and so forth out front kind of indicates that he's not working right now his fire's not even going but it's a, a place people don't go to a lot because it's considered dirty and so forth from all the the soot and the iron work and whatnot but it's a good shady spot to sit and people watch that's what i'm okay? here for this is your home your home uh turf area that you, you've seen many times before, but now you're approaching it in a totally different light than your normal thing. Yep. But watching the area, um, you do see that the crowds are coming closer to the, the music venues that are playing on these two stages just above the fountain. Okay? And uh, one of the stages is clearing off. One stage still has two bards playing back. I don't know what you would call that. Like, Dueling Two musicians play. Yeah. Like the dueling musicians. Okay. Well, they're both playing music back and forth and there's some, some, uh, very talented dancers up there. Okay. Um, talent is the fact that one of them is doing illusionary tricks with the possibly magic while they're dancing. So making it look like there's, yeah, they do mirror image and stuff. Okay. So to the crowd, I mean, you got to think the common peasant probably will never see magic. And if they do see magic, they don't really recognize what it is. A lot of them can't even read. So, so is magic not really widespread here? They they've they've seen mages, they've heard of it. There's mage towers. It's not something that they've never heard of. But you got to think the average peasant never leaves his quarter. He may spend his whole life in this plaza. Mm. Okay, working, finding a place to sleep, paying for it, getting up, doing it all over again in the morning. So a lot of them, especially if they if they live in the city, in this side of the city, like I mentioned, Steam Alley. You're talking about the lowest of the low, okay? Um, this region over here where you see the, the houses are less orderly and so forth, these were once your average home, but they've been, been since more condemned. People have moved on, gotten, you see these uh, these houses here that kind of make squares and so forth, like little 
little uh, complexes. Some people probably moved over there from over here, but now these might have like eight or ten different people living in the once. Yeah, derelict. <laughs> Very derelict. <laughs> so this is your Steam Alley location here. Okay, you, you see all this garbage and stuff piled up. I tried to try to put that on there so you guys can see it. This kind of indicates that manure, um, stuff thrown out, people's garbage, Morning people's too. toilets, yeah, all that stuff is thrown into Steam Alley. And this is where a lot of the peasants, if they don't have a home, they'll find a spot somewhere in one of these houses to crash for the night. Mm. Okay. Um, but this place, the the holy or the Hori Temple, is very active, very wealthy. Sure it is. It's uh, lit. As you guys see, I mean, they have, you know, the upper crust of society even comes. In. They may be too good for a lot of the peasants along Steam Alley, but they're not too good for the uh, company of a lot of the prostitutes over at Horde Temple. Alright, so how do you pronounce your name, Black? Machetes. Machetes. Machetes, okay. It sounds like he's got the shitties. Unfortunately, due to some of your travels and issues that you ran into before you came this far east, basically through the central plains, you were in need of money. <laughs> so you're hanging out close to Steam Alley in the area that uh, I'm gonna zoom in near this fish and stuff. Earlier that day, you helped them move some of these goods and pile them into different barrels and so forth for, for uh, shipping. You earned a whole two gold pieces, okay? Mm -hmm. It's gonna probably cost you at least five to stay the night somewhere. So you're thinking, what do I do? We already broke. This is a place where you can earn money. At first, you were like, I'm going to punch that dude in the face. But then you realized Fori Temple, the back end of the temple next to the graveyard, they do uh, fighting, like arena fighting out the back. Okay, so what used to be the pulpit and the where the altar and everything was is now been converted into like a place to actually slug it out. That's something. So that we send people to Jesus there. Awesome. Gold. Yeah. They took the Jesus out, and now you just get, you know, get sent to Jesus. Whooping. Um, all right. So, so you guys know where you're at right now. Anybody have any questions? Look around. No, sir. Am I in um, the inn, or am I sitting out in the porch? First of all, it's not an inn. You're sitting right outside of this, this it's bar. The bar. Yeah, right bar. here. I'm, I'm zooming in. If we could zoom in any further, I would. You'd see you. Right, right here. Okay, there you go. Yeah, we see the top of your head right here near this okay. barrel of apples or whatever it is. I have a question. And I'm just looking for people? What's your question, Tay? Oh, I thought we were going to answer uh, Jen's first. Um, sorry, Mara's first. Uh, okay. But what are the, the black circles? Like, if you go up. Okay. Game Master is sending secret messages. Stand by. Oh. You may be receiving one. Okay. See, this circle right here? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Is that a well? Yeah, those are wells. Okay. Those are the wells. So let me give it so you get a little bit of an idea of what stuff is. This is the old graveyard. Oh. Those are wells. This is a fountain. This is mm -hmm. a sewer cover. Each building is supposed to be something different. Um, the larger the building, they're probably a business. The smaller the building, they're probably a poor person's home. So where are the wealthy people um, on this map? Where do they reside? 
the wealthiest people that reside right over here in this section, the, the wealthiest people in this section of the city would be considered at best middle class. Mm. But they live in these houses that are more grouped together like a complex. Okay. A little more orderly. Over here is where the poor live, where the houses are all kind of like actively built and ramshackled and all that kind of good, good, good old, old English words. You ramshackle the... Let's just say this is the ghetto. <clears throat> this is normal middle class people. Okay. The rich wouldn't even dream of uh, breathing in this section. They probably consider it too smell. Mm. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna leave the tavern and start walking towards the fountain. The feeling is growing. Okay. Can I tell exactly from where? Is that like a hot cold thing? That's just the hot cold thing. It's, it's not a hot that water thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll start. I'll I'll start walking towards the northern part of the fountain near the stages. So I must inform you guys of certain things real quick. Excellent. That's not ominous at all. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to do the, the shot. Excellent. <laughs> My god. There's a short break in the music and the, all the applause and everything because the, the bards seem to be taking a second to have their drinks. The entertainers are doing the same. Like, drinks of water or drinks of beverages like we just had. All of you take your free drink, you know, that you've accumulated a couple walking through the area because like I said, there's individuals handing out spirits, kind of like advertising for the coming season. They want everyone to buy their their ale or wine or whatever. So you've come across plenty of free cups. So while there's a break in the music though, the town crier can actually be heard. Town crier is like that, uh, you gotta think back to like the early 1900s, a newsboy who stood on the corner and just kind of yelled out stuff that was part of the news. The town crier in this, in these times would pull a bell or something to get everyone's attention and then he kind of spout out, you know, things that are going on, you know, events or whatever. The town crier is yelling and, or he basically goes through a number of things just like a newsboy would. You hear him mention, you know, horde of monsters reported moving uh, east towards the city from the mountains. Uh, talk of rebellion from an annexed area by the Obsidian Order. Uh, uh, rumors of women being stolen in the night and found uh, near the, the piles of garbage in, in, in the morning. Dead? We suspect uh, Vexians are involved. And uh, a number of men have been found murdered. Their bodies frozen to the core. City guards are asking questions. So, this, that guy's uh, calling out of stuff, but, uh, you know, it's just like any other kind of big party. Nobody's going to listen to the dude who's giving you the news. Okay? Have the they said what type of weapons have been, been used in these killings? Uh, you want to approach the town prior and ask? Should I? Should you? I'm gonna just watch you do it from the uh, the blacksmith thing. So from afar to see if I want to ask any questions. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. Let let me ask. Okay, he's when you walk up. I mean, you, he's yelling and stuff, but he sees you coming. He kind of at first he thought you were gonna pass by, but when you stop and actually ask him a question, he he seems uh startled and. He first speaks slowly, like, hello, stranger. 
like you some for some reason may not speak his language <laughs> even though you just talked to him in his language. are you an illegal immigrant yeah are you <laughs> not from here Jesus. But, he knew uh, he was a broke boy so you know he says, i'm broke in this part the, the, the men who've been found uh murdered they've been found in the river frozen and it seems that they've been crushed like sacks of meat with no bones. Okay. He says that as far as the women being uh, taken in the night, we're pretty sure it's Vexians because they've been drained of their blood. And What's you know how those first Vexians are. Like a vampire, right? Always eating hearts and drinking blood. Hmm. If they don't have that where you're from, stranger, it's scary pale people. Then only come out at night. It's Mara. You're welcome. To, you've come to some dark lands, my friend. I can tell. Would you like to buy a paper for two gold? <laughs> no. It'll boost your intelligence. No. Only got two gold. I need some red Can Can I try to um, charm him and try to get the paper for free? You want to go over to the town prior to? That's sure. Because you're still on the stage. Yes. Um, oh. I shall I shall join in on conversation because it has piqued my interest. And I would like to uh, try to um, use, uh, I guess, my charisma to, to try to get a free paper. Okay. Nice. All right. Good so how do I roll this? Well played. Okay. Oh. Nice. Go roll the roll two tens. Two. Tell me what you got. Alright, so the ten sided die and the chance die? Yeah, the percentage, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got a six and a ninety. Ooh, ninety-six. Okay. You went up there and tried to throw you, you know, your game and for, it seems like he's way more interested in black. <laughs> so you went to the wrong you went you barked up the wrong tree um but while when you go over there he offers he offers to sell you one but he offers you he's like i'll sell it to you for one gold you're a local aren't you absolutely i am i will i will spend the one gold and gain the knowledge that for all of us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. It's the same stuff that he was talking about. The only thing is it goes into more detail about the Obsidian Order. Um, they're saying that people have seen more brutality, and then anyone who questions it kind of just disappears. And the everyone's like, what is the Imperial Army going to do? And the statement uh, from your local uh, member of the Imperial Army, who's the commander here, his name is Rickard Vendrick. Commander Vendrick says, the duties of the Obsidian Order are to help maintain order. They are here to assist us. So everything they do is approved by us. Mm -hmm. hmm. Is this like a catch-all type and Everyone's opinion of that man is he does very little of anything and lets the Obsidian Order do everything. Hmm. All right. Did it say where the last monster attack was? This paper? As far as the Horde of Monsters, it describes the Horde of Monsters, the close, uh, moving from the mountains. 
they have crossed the main Serenian uh, Road that you guys can see on the map. That uh, if you go from the East Wind Caves mm -hmm. and you keep traveling east, you'll see that there's a road. They crossed that road, so they are about. If you go each block, is about a, a half a day's travel. Okay. No, not really. That's even. It's even less. They're about a day's travel from. Okay. If it's even true. <laughs> I mean, horde of monsters. If it, if it was, you know, on, on Petunia reporting it, it could have been like four, four goblins that just jumped out of a bush. <laughs> you don't really know the authenticity of the story. Hmm. Uh, once again, it's something that the Imperial Army should probably be looking into. We don't need but, uh, this type Commander of Bendrick, You see that his business seems to lie more in uh, making sure that the local business taxes are paid, uh, the travel tax is paid, the uh, entertainment tax is paid. You notice that it is about Everybody here says about six years ago, maybe eight years ago, there was a, a captain that was in charge of the guard here, and it was much better then because he was directly involved. But now that Commander Bendrick has taken over, kind of being in, uh, in control, very little enforcement of anything goes on. It's mostly just tax collection. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. um, with the information that we have, like... Can we ask questions about said information? You'd have to try to find someone who would know that. Like, if you're looking at the, the paper that you guys have, and I, I can always tell you what's on the paper. It talks mm. about the Horde. It talks about the Obsidian Order. <clears throat> it talks about the Vexian murders or the wind being taken in the night. And the frozen bodies found in the, the rivers. If you find, while you're going about your business, if you find someone that you think might have better knowledge, like let's say the monster board, let's say while you guys are in this festival, you come across someone who is a pathfinder or a hunter, and he constantly goes outside of the city and you know goes through these forests and wildland, he might be able to give you a lot better information. You could ask and him, hey, I, I grabbed the, the news pamphlet or whatever, mentioned the four monsters, have you seen anything? That kind of stuff. You talk about the Obsidian Order, you might want to talk to a soldier. Okay. Can I Mara. use my uh, search investigate to find someone? Yeah. What are you looking for? Anyone with information. <laughs> well, you got to kind of pinpoint what I mean. You want to look for a soldier? You want to look for someone that looks like maybe a trapper or a hunter or... Um, I would like to as look far for... As far as the women being stolen tonight, you could ask a woman. A whore. Yeah, you could ask the prostitute about the They women. know things. They're out at night. Let's do that. Let's ask Let's ask, okay. Let's ask. ask a woman of the night. Because Roll your two ten-sided dice. You have a spot on your character called Chance to Perceive. Which one is that? You said? Chance, Chance to Perceive. Perception? Perception is... Uh, 76 chance per chance to perceive a 75. Okay, so roll under 75 and then you'll be able to find. Well, you got to roll under a 65 because of the, the crowd. It's why you got a negative 10 for perception because the crowd is going to make it harder to find. But go ahead. So you rolled the two tens? Mm -hmm. I, I rolled 34. Nice. All right. Ooh. While you're looking around, 
the woman who just showed up and started talking to the town crier that you're talking to, the stage she left, there's a woman wearing a red dress over there sitting near the stage. And uh, by the way that she's, she's sitting and not drinking and paying attention to all the wealthier or the better dressed men passing by, you're pretty sure she, she's a woman of the night, the nice way to say it. She's working. Hell yeah. <clears throat> it only takes two gold, bro. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna do that though. I need somewhere to sleep. You need five for that. You can sleep. No, I'm playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Fine. Screw it. So, Give me the two gold. I'll pay her. I need the information. Alright, you can walk over to see her? Yeah. Okay. Alright. So Black goes over to see the, the woman that he saw. Melody's still standing near the town crier. You're near the blacksmith spot and that um, you've now walked closer to the stages. The woman that I described, the knight comes walking up, passes right, seems very familiar to you, but, but it's been probably about six to eight years since you've seen her. So she was six to eight years younger, seeing that she's in her early 20s, she was an adolescent. She gets up on the stage, the armor immediately kind of catches everybody's attention in the immediate spot because it, it's the old alliance, okay? It's this, from the Serenian Alliance, all right? So it's the blue, gold, and silver, all right? Back when um, everybody was united, mm-hmm. right? You know she's not old enough for that, looking at her, okay? It's been more than, it's probably been closer to 40 years, mm-hmm. all right? But uh, she gets up there and uh, immediately you notice the people that, probably live around here seem to recognize her right away it gets quiet pretty quiet right right off the bat right you two are paying the closest attention because she just passed you so both of you roll your perception negative 20 percent because something's going to happen and only you two are actually paying the closest attention so i'm rolling my two tens your two tens so whatever your perception is minus 20 percent chance to proceed minus 20. oh my god i got it 15. Okay, go ahead. I gotta get a sixty-seven. Uh, the black on black is a uh, right. seventy-four. Okay, so you know something happened because you see a, a woman close to the stage, right? And it's, like she reacts, but yep. you didn't see what actually happened, right? Two arrows go through the air, right past this woman, but she didn't see it because she's going up the the steps, the wooden steps, to get to this makeshift temporary stage but they go right over her head, right? You didn't see him because it's black on black against right. the night sky, but you do hear it hit the buckets and stuff near the blacksmith. So it came from across the street, Yep. up and over, right? They just missed her, right? When she gets there, she stands up on the stage and she starts talking. At that mm-hmm. point, could I use my search investigate to kind of look in a tra- trajectory of where it could have came trajectory? from? Okay, you don't that need to do that. Be... Because I I have uh, seen some things while I was um, well, starting. Not, what? what that would probably be the best strategy and tactics. That way you know, like for that kind of shot, right. they're probably over there. So I don't think seventy percent chance. I don't think you can tell me that stuff yet. Yeah, because we him haven't him. met yet, and you haven't met him, so you can't really tell him because you don't know him from. I'm 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 still your boy in the dark, man. I'm just I have my own right. agendas out here. So you just know me, right? She just but knows you me. can act on the stuff that you know if you want to move in that direction because you're seeing what's going on too. Right. 
You're just not witnessing from their vantage point. I'm following you, Tay, because we know each other. Chest high. Okay. Did she notice the arrows? No, because her back was turned. And now she's now she's speaking out. But go ahead and roll your percentage. Let him roll to see if he can figure out where the arrows came from. Ninety-nine. Okay, you're like I have no clue where those are. (laughs) Did I shoot those? (laughs) What's going on? I had way too many drinks. All right. All right. I'm gonna start walking. So toward... I gotta read this part real quick, oh, and then we, we'll we'll go ahead and roll to see who goes. Or we'll, you guys gotta come up with a pattern that you guys agree to. Like we can, we can. I can do the uh, counterclockwise. Yeah. I can do the melody, uh, Machitas or Machitas, Mara, and then uh, me. Okay, so let me read this part. Counterclockwise. Then we'll go to melody, then to you, then or okay. Yep. Anyway, okay. Good people of Balanforce, please listen to my words. I implore you to look back and remember, to reflect on who we once were, the morals we held dear to life, freedom, equality, courage, honor. Under the banners of the Imperial Alliance, we have somehow forgotten those tenets. The young woman speaks with a lot of passion in her voice, and an older woman, dressed very elegantly, is slowly taking the stage behind her, with her arm extended towards her. The older woman is escorted by a knight, and you would say a better knight by his age, and a, a couple of obviously advisors or diplomats. Right? What colors are armor? The older woman, or the the knight's with her. The knight that's with her, he's wearing the uh, old armor. Old Serenian armor. Old Serenian armor. Okay. All right. Um, you guys can all roll your chance to kind of. Um, it'd be, what is it, long government to kind of try and recognize what that means. But um, she extends her hand and the young woman sees her, but it continues to speak. Oh, I got it. 21. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you in just a second. Many of you remember my father, Duke Malcolm Crichton III, a just man, a loyal man, a noble man who served his people. He stood fast in the late wars and fought against the northern invaders and lost his life defending us. How did the Imperial Court reward his valor? They annexed his lands and his castle. The old woman finally gets the older woman finally gets there and puts her hands on. At this moment, a lot of you are putting it together. You know it to be the the Duchess of Duchess Crichton, okay? Hmm. Right? She she is the actual royal of this city. But because the Imperial Alliance took it over, she is only royal in name. Even though the people still view her greatly. Okay, they still love her, and they love the memory of the duke that used to run the city. Okay, that's who the daughter is talking of right now. It's her father, hmm. right? The old woman places her hand on, on her and says, Daughter, please. And she says, My husband, the duke, would not want us to bear the threat of another war, to defy the imperial order the by the, the court, the alliance. The six houses would lead to conflict. The Duchess says, I'm sorry for this interruption. Raylina just is very spirited, as you all know. When she says her name, you remember, okay? In the past, who, your wife who remembers? helped take care of her when she was little. Okay, Raylina used to be at your house with your kid. Yep. Okay, so that's why you know her. All right, among them, though, you see the better knight's already looking all over the place. Okay, he doesn't. you can tell by his look. He doesn't like the situation because they're up now. They're like big targets. 
Okay. Um, but the strange thing is the other two accompanying them, I sent, like I said, I sent you guys a picture or the description of the NPC list in an email. Uh -huh. You can look them up. They're on there. With her is a judge. You can tell by his clothing. He is a judge of the, uh, the noble court. Yep. Okay. He doesn't come up on the stage. He stays where he's at down on the ground. Then with them is some sort of, you would say maybe a priest. But you've heard you've heard about him here and there that his name's Phelan, Brother Phelan, and he's like a spiritual advisor to the family or something. But he's a lot of people say he's a flake, but they say he's a really nice guy. He's just kind of, but he's walked up there. He's very tall, uh, dark, um, dark hair and everything, uh, soft spoken. Everyone says he's very friendly, very nice, uh, good spirited. But he's kind of just you're like, you know, he kind of gives you the uh, the old. The <laughs> But let me give you a love from the Lord is going to save us all kind of speech. That doesn't really mean much, but he's really always ready to collect arms for the poor. So, but he takes the stage. Okay. Now, while you guys are watching this, it, the crowd is kind of focused on this whole situation. Okay. It's, but they've kind of drawn in. So it's gotten thicker. And I know that uh, Melody has mentioned that she's noticed. So she, are you guys moving in that direction? Um, so we started to move, um, but then we kind of stopped once we saw the gathering of people because, uh, people, okay. crowds are a lot. Yeah. Anxiety. That's true. You don't, you know, you don't get stuck in the middle, but just to give you guys a good example, you guys would be, see, is there any way that I can, do I see Larry Lena? Machitis. Right. Machitis is turned. Is that you, Machitis? Yes. She was calling you Mashiesty. <laughs> okay. So they are the, the 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 two royals are here on this stage, okay? It's the empty stage next to where you were playing originally, Melody, before you left. Mm -hmm. Okay, then you went down this way to the the town crier and near black. This is where Dolion. Yep. Dolion is over here. And Mara is back here. All right. While you guys are all watching this, from this, where the crowd is kind of built up over here, pushing through, and I mean, it's thick people, but your guys are estimating could be near a dozen people. But it's like you got hundreds in that crowd. So trying to match up these dozen all together, you're not sure. But there's definitely a group of people pushing through the crowd to get closer to the stage. Also, Melody, you do see the same thing you saw earlier. Those same individuals are now closer to the, they're on the balcony where the child was at. So it's okay. a much better vantage point. So I don't really know. No, that's cool. Wait, Can I like investigate like, what the well, fuck they're shooting at? Tay's turn now? It's Tay's turn right now, then uh, Black, then you, then. Yep. We're just going down the line of what you see on the um, power, power set up there. Okay, so if I can see these dudes, um, can I like investigate to see actually like what they're shooting at? Okay. The guys that are shooting are on top of this building. There's two of them. They're wearing hooded cloaks and they're definitely drawing arrows to shoot again. This time they seem more focused on the older woman. So they're point they're they're looking from this building to there. You're over here. 
I don't know. Can you see my little hand thing? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I okay. just. So this I guess I'm just like lost. And, uh, melody, right? What I'm supposed to do? I don't know. I'm sorry. This is also new to me. I don't Go know ahead. what I'm doing. Are you trying to run after the guys that you saw shoot, it's or fine. what are you trying to do? It's new for everybody. No, no. I'm just trying to figure out like. I don't want to go run after them because, like, I don't know what kind of, like, weapons they have. But I, like, want to, like, warn, like, the people that they're shooting yeah. at. Well, okay. okay. Well, if you were there, what would you do? You try to warn them, right? Yeah. You can yell out to try to warn them. Yell well, out no, there's a crowd. Well, no, I mean, there's danger. a crowd. Yell out something. Can I use my, like, bardness to like play a note or something to like alert them you want to just start playing music remember it's not very loud right now because she was speaking and everyone yeah. was quiet because they respect her so if you play okay. music it would catch up play that attention. funky music yeah i'll play, play some music, music. So you get their attention? yes okay all right i'm rolling the percentile okay so you go ahead and roll your your roll your two tens, and I'll roll to see if if I roll under it, they all paid attention. I have a nineteen. I'm nineteen. Oh, okay. Let's see if they listen to Melody. Forty six. Okay. You might have turned a couple heads closer to you, but you weren't playing loud enough. You need to you need to you need to bring it. You need to rock it. <laughs> all right. So next. Machitas, what do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> okay, you can pass. You can wait. It. You can move to a different spot. You want to get the fuck away from me? Draw a weapon. Now, drawing a weapon might make you the target. So just kind of think if you were actually sitting in this situation in a crowd with some people up on a stage and someone's about to try to assassinate somebody, what would you try to do? Remember, there's stuff all around you. You could try to pick up an object and throw it, or do you have a weapon that can hit those guys up on that balcony? Do you even care? Like, let's go fight. Person. Let's let's go fight them. Okay. What do you got? What do you have for weapons and stuff? Do you have a distant weapon, like some kind of ranged attack? What do you got? Hold on. Even a Let me, let me see. Let me I, I can look at your weapons and help you out. Hold on. You can even throw a dagger if you have a small dagger. Oh, shit. My weapons is empty. I don't have nothing but hands. Oh, did I? I, I didn't send in weapons? Okay. No. Ooh, he I got have a weapon. Oh, you got a little Jack Johnson and Larry Appleton. <laughs> <laughs> we just got hands. That's it. Um, Your weapons are blank, bro. Get ready for Roy Rogers and... <laughs> Dwight Eisenhower. Yep. That's it, man. We just got Manny and Pacquiao over here, bro. All your stuff is gone. Manny and Floyd. That's what we got. That's it. Little do you know if you look at my weapon sheet, I have all your weapons now. <laughs> look at me. I have your weapons this is ridiculous. now. All right. So Mind I'm going to have to try to find your weapons, but I know you have a throwing a hand axe that you can throw. You want to throw that at them. Don't you miss. Let's throw it. You can at least hit one of them. He said, let's throw it. 
How get the twenty sided dice. Big Bro, look at the range on that thing, man. You gonna hit him? He can't look at it. No. <laughs> he doesn't have anything. That's right. Okay, right. so roll the twenty sided die, and I think your combat information should tell you what your bonus to hit is. Should be bonus to hit. Yeah. Second page of your uh, character. Page bonus top. to hit is plus three. Okay, so go ahead and roll a twenty sided die. Okay. I got a three. No! <laughs> you got a three plus three, so you got a six. All right. All of you guys notice there's a very large man that's in the crowd that draws like a hand axe and throws it at this balcony, all right? It bounces off the wall wow, next to the balcony, breaks a window, but goes nowhere. But it drew everyone's attention that was looking at these two guys in dark hooded cloaks with bows. Okay, so now... Half the crowd is looking up and going up. So the knight moves, the better knight moves in front of uh, the duchess. Well and you notice uh, Relina, the, the young woman knight, pulls up her shield and draws her sword. All right, she says something and you see a glow of light around the, the section. And you can tell by the, the way the, um, the sigil that goes across it that she's put up some sort of defensive spell, maybe a shield. Okay, mm -hmm. now it's on though, because the people that were rushing through that crowd, they don't have a chance to slow it down now. Okay, so you see, there's, like I said, probably about a dozen that come up on the different sides of the stage. Immediately beelining it past you, but he double takes, is Darius. Okay, he mm -hmm. like looks for a second, then he takes off and draws his weapon because this is his job. Right. So he's running to the stage now. I went right? like this. <laughs> like, is that? Never no. mind. No. Um, also, Machidas, when you threw your axe, the one thing you did notice is you you hear that flapping noise again. But the, uh, more so than the flapping, this time when you hear it, because you heard it the first time, you hear it like sounds like uh, clanking or jingling. Mm -hmm. And you see it's something very dark and probably about the size of like uh, an elephant. Over top of one of the houses, but it's too dark, man. You can't tell what the hell that is. <laughs> it's definitely not an elephant. Dumbo. <laughs> I know that ain't no elephant up there. Multiverse. So can I use my night vision? <laughs> yeah, try to roll your chance. The the roll your chance to perceive again. This time, then negative ten because of the dark. All right. Fifty nine. All right, you definitely see it, so I'm, I'm going to bring it up and show show you what you see. We have to look away. Yes, everyone else look away because I have Wait. to clear this. Please don't be <laughs> fucked up. Please don't be fucked up. Actually, no, it's, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll share. So is night vision determined by the meters? No, then you go, as long as it's within that distance, oh, you okay. roll your chance to proceed. All right. Yeah, good question. All right. 500 points? 500 points. <laughs> That's all I wanted. I was like, black the fuck, dude. You get so competitive, like, I want to see him. Where's my? I want to ask he a question. question. He got points. Who am I asking? Oh, boom. What do I have to ask to get points? Okay. What the fuck? Oh, that's not a great. That's what I saw? 
Are you looking Sir. at that possibly? No. It's, it's actually a little more green. It's actually a little more green. This is a brownish scaled version, but it's a little more green than that. Uh, but yeah, he's about, uh, but yeah, he's about, about 20, some about 20 feet, long. feet long. But the main thing, that, the main you're thing that you're hearing is that on his on his both his legs, he's sort of shackled, shackled and, and heavy chains. Chain. He broke them shit? You're just not connected to anything anymore. Every verb. All right, y'all. Uh, it's been it's been real, but machine is gonna call it a night. Can we look at the screen now? Yeah, it's gone. Thank God. Uh, okay. Jesus Christ. All right. How do I tell people about this? You roll the die. So you can yell out. You can. I mean, like, yeah, I'm there's... right next to him. Like, yeah, can I tell her? You gotta roll the dice. Yeah, you don't really know her, but you can be like, "Yo, play Yo, your this music. some crazy <laughs> shit." <laughs> you should do something. Hey, Melissa uh, Etheridge. <laughs> what powers you got? Come to my window. <laughs> what there's the fuck is big out there? Jewel. What's your combat <laughs> skills looking like? All right, so you want you want to tell you 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 pointed out to a melody. Yes, I definitely told her because I couldn't just keep this information. I'm going to bring it up for Melody to see if I can. Nope. Or I can. Are they forming a party already? Yes, we stuck together immediately. (laughs) It's better in numbers, my dude. They are trying to survive. We're outsiders here. There's flying elephants. There's flying elephants, arrows, people throwing axes in windows. <laughs> Let's stick I together. Think the party's crazy. <laughs> we met up. Hey man, you both had the chance to meet up with us at the the talking man, whoever his got, name was. And you decided to stay there. I got a I got dark. other plans. <laughs> Apparently. I'm, I'm out here for reasons. <laughs> Hopefully our paths will cross later. <laughs> Maybe we'll be friends. Maybe. Find out on the next Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, there it is. In its beauty. Yeah, that checks. You. Okay. You already saw it. Now you see my reaction. Because yeah. fuck that. Let's you're right. go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All of yeah. you hear a humongous screech. Like, earth-shaking screech. Coming from those eastern buildings where those two guys are at. It's now drawn those two guys' attention, but they seem like they aren't very surprised. The two bow and arrow guys. Mm-hmm. They just kind of look up at it. Um, you can all look at it now. It's on the rooftop of the tavern that you were you were at before. Huh. Uh it's it's Mara's turn. Heal. So this is in the same proximity of uh the two would be assassins that were trying to yeah they're like one two buildings away and they looked at it and they don't even seem to care that it's there it's finally here my god we're waiting all day took you long enough jesus christ it's my uber (laughs) people that never arrives um i'm gonna jump on stage in front of raylena okay and and turn look at her and tell her to run okay and then i'm they're, how far away is the creature? Um, that'd probably be about a good forty feet, so or meters. 
meters. Meters because the rest of the world it's not just America. Oh, I know. God, wish me luck. I'm gonna cast it. It's, it's twelve, about twelve to fifteen mm-hmm. meters from your spot. Can I can I roll my monster creature lore and see if I know what it is? Yes. Good idea. Two hundred and fifty experience points. I got my feet the meters conversion right here. There you go. That should be about 150 feet. Right? I know what it is. I got a 14. Okay, it's a wyvern. Okay. I will read to you what a wyvern is. Share the wisdom of my peoples. Okay. I know I have one in my arm. A wyvern is akin to dragon kind. They are often considered similar to drakes. Wyverns are usually solitary creatures when not mating or raising young. They're very territorial and protective of their nesting area. Wyverns are capable of flight and are notorious for attacking farms that raise livestock. Wyverns have two powerful legs, two large wings, and a long tail covered with various spikes and a barb. One venom-producing claw. Hmm. Wyverns are not hoarders of treasure. Not They do not have any kind of breath weapon like a dragon. They do bite. Very powerful bite. They usually do not collect treasure. They opt for remains like bones and garments to, u- to use to build their nests. Um, wyverns are not known to communicate often and are considered to be less intelligent than their dragon relatives. This wyvern is about 20 feet long, and by the way that the tavern's roof is kind of giving, and you hear the snapping and so forth of the support beams, he's probably right around a couple, two to three thousand pounds. Is there any weak spot? Now, they are very dead poisonous. Hang on, I gotta figure out my... Your next move. No, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't supposed to ask that, huh? All right. The captain of the guard is fighting with some of those guys in the crowd. The veteran knight seems to be fighting a couple that have gotten on the stage. Um, I will share that. All right, I'm going to cast uh, Enchant Animal on it. Okay. <laughs> Spellbook? Good call. Look at you. Please work. Represent chance times one for What is it? Twelve point five percent chance here. Everyone, hold your breath. Hold your breath. Fuck no. Okay. All right. So the woman that jumped up on the stage that you all saw told Raylina the knight to get out of there. Does some sort of magic. You see the the whole. Doctor Strange, you know, hey, building sizzles in the air, kind of, and then nothing happens. And the Wyvern kind of just launches and lands on the stage that Melody was once standing on. Thank God I moved. It swings its tail at this woman that just did the magic that didn't do anything. And it misses. Thank God. What was that second roll for? The second roll was to see if it was going to try to fight. That is too hard. Double moves? It actually has three uh, offensive actions. It can attack three times or defend three times. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm going to... Uh, see. Shut up. I'm going to try to speak to it. Okay. This did I'm not go well last time. Attacking. Come on. Come on. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> It'll work this time. You're a mug's friend. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. What's your, what's your, uh, your social interaction or whatever that 
Is that on there? Mm. I don't uh, know what's your charisma? My social interaction is 55, my charisma is 63. Okay, so you negative 10% your social interaction to see if he even listens to you. Ooh, yeah, let's go. Oh, hell no. Did you hit me? Yes. All right. It ju- it leaps back and does a big blast with its wings, equivalent of a gust of wind. Okay, it hits everybody on the stage, knocking people into the crowd. When you hear that, a couple people scream, and you do hear the Duchess scream because she falls into the crowd where those dudes with the, the, the cloaks and everything were. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone near the stage... Not not Melody and uh, Machitas because you guys are on the opposite end. He's blo- he does gust the wind towards them. So, ooh, uh, two hundred fifty damage. Boom, knocks all of you down. You lose two two actions. They're dead. They're dead. All right. It now climbs over to that stage, and you notice that the uh, majority of the guards that are nearby are going to fight or trying to keep this thing off, but they're not paying attention to the hooded cloaked assassins except for the captain of the guard he's fighting but now he's surrounded by at least five i will show you what they look i have one more action okay okay i'm gonna use psychic strike everybody roll your 10-sided die real quick just one it doesn't matter which one i got a one i got a nine a two eight okay all right miss cheetahs All right, the three of you, well, you wouldn't notice you just got blasted down. You and Machitas are the only ones that notice out of the guys attacking the hooded cloak guys, there's two different ones. Some are wearing red and black. Some are wearing brown and gray. Mm-hmm. The brown and gray ones seem to be going for the Duchess, okay? The ones wearing red and black go right past and they go to the entertainers that were on the stage with Melody. Mm-hmm. All right, I need you guys to look at your NPC list now. <clears throat> It's not in there. It's, I emailed it to you. So, let's see if I can bring it up. Gmail for the win. I got it up. What's up? Okay, on your on that, she was dancing right near you, Melody. Hey, yeah. Her name is Lelia. Oh. Okay. You notice the guys wearing red and black. They're looking over at the stage where the Duchess was for only a few seconds. They then they're looking at the tall guy with the dark hair and the robes that was with the Duchess. Then they look back and all all five of them go for Lelia. Everyone else though is paying attention to the wyvern and these brown and grays uh clad. I mean those guys the brown the way I can describe it to you is the brown and gray guys are your classic mercenary assassin looking dudes. Okay, they're the ones with the bows. They're the ones with the swords that attacked over here near the Duchess. The guys in the red and black, or they're mostly wearing black and they have like red clothes. They're dressed a little more like robes and stuff, except for the fact that they're wearing masks. But otherwise, they're not wearing armor or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have not, you know, short swords or knives, but they're they don't look soldierish or military. Are they like moving or anything? Okay. While this is going on, closest to you, and probably the only reason that you're paying attention to it is because you know him. You see Darius is fighting the captain of the guard, and he takes a sword right through the chest. Mm. 
Uh, what was that? Who's done with all her actions? Mm-hmm. It's now your turn. Um. So based on my history with this dude, sucks to suck. Um, how do I find out where they took the judge, where they scampered him off to? All right, roll your chance to perceive. Negative ten percent because all the chaos. So perception. Yeah. Uh, it's a ninety-one chance to perceive eighty-seven. Okay. So, so under a seventy-seven. What? 77. Don't worry about it. No, that's freaking awesome, yeah. dude. Hashtag rogue life. <laughs> Big shit. Big shit. Bro, a 99 again, bro. <laughs> All right. What is happening here? This right. The thing is, you lucked out because he's ducked under the stage right near where you're at. Okay. He, nobody knows where he's at. Nobody rushed him off. He's just sitting underneath there like, huh. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go under there, and I'm gonna have words with this man because I okay. can. My mission in life right now is to solve something else. This okay. wyvern is distracted by <laughs> the beast master over here, <laughs> whispering. Uh, so while that's happening, uh, I'm gonna try and talk to this judge real quick. Okay, you want to try to grab him and take him somewhere? Yes. Okay, roll a twenty-sided die to just kind of grab. Him. What am I trying to? Is it just again? The better. It's just physically putting hands on. Now watch this shit be like oh. <laughs> Where are you rolling the twenty? Yeah. Is this the twenty? No. Oh, okay. Twelve. I'm learning, guys. You're good. <laughs> That's good. It's the second chance. Oh. What is it? Why did you make me switch die? It's a one. Oh my god. Okay. So you go to grab him, and he gets startled, and he right. turns, and he shoots, but he misses. He pulls out a firearm and misses completely. <laughs> Right. It's not as hell. Everyone's like, oh my god. He doesn't, it, it looks like he doesn't recognize. He's just shot. Right. Okay. He tries to bolt and he crosses that spot where those other, the, uh, the other mercenaries or whatever they're attacking guards. Right. Okay. So I'm going to see if they get. Okay. No. Okay. So he makes it past them. He's taking off towards the well. Okay. Let's go to make a walk. All right. You still have actions. That was I know. I know. I'm just trying to do something different. Okay. Because I roll high when I don't need to, and I roll low when I don't need to. All right. Um. So he shoots, he misses. Yeah. He's looking right at me, right? Yeah. And hopefully it's one of them old timey firearms where he has to fucking. No, it is. It has a revolver. It's like a revolver, but he obviously isn't <laughs> used to using. It. I still don't want him to have it. How okay. do I take it from him? You can just try to uh, disarm hand, yeah. or. Um, yeah, you have it. It's disarm. So you're gonna roll the hit, and then you have a disarm percentage. Where is it? Chance to disarm. It's on the second page. It's next yeah, to your defensive offer. It defensive actions. Defensive actions. Yeah. Disarm sixty percent. Okay. okay, so roll the twenty sided die to first hit it. You know what I'm saying? Like with your weapon, and then you do the percent to disarm. With the dice pool? No. Keep it. Seventeen on. Oh, Let's go. Percentage. Let's you go. Get a plus right. ten because right. that was a good hit. Did you pistol with them too? So you have a seventy-five percent chance. Chill, chill, chill. Step by step. So, what am I looking to try to get? So now you got a ten. I got to get under. 10. So you got to get under seventy percent. Where are we at? Uh, all right, thirty-nine. Right. Let's go. His, his bitch. Firearm goes flying and lands on the ground. All right. 
He immediately puts his hands up and he's looking at you like he's trying to recognize who you are. Now, Bitch, recognize. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I don't know who this man is, but he just knocked my gun. So he's completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus, I mean, yeah. you, you, you are yeah, up and everything. So yeah, he doesn't recognize you at all. All right, another assassin comes up, but misses to stab him in the back from the guys who are attacking everyone over there. The judge, yeah, they want just, the judge gone like too. This looks like they're killing anyone they can Do in this little spot, protect the judge. especially anyone that looks important. Um, okay. You still have, I think you have two, two actions. actions. Okay, you have two actions. Left. So who are these? Uh, There's one one guy next nearby, and I'll show you. He looks like a... And he looks like a man. <laughs> For Mad TV. You guys remember? Yeah. He look like he a man. To stab the judge. He's got to go. Yep. I want to kill that man. Okay. So now you have combat skills to pick from. Yep. All right. The way it works is a passive skill means something you could have activated before the battle starts. It doesn't take any action. Right. Okay. These are your actual combat skills. So since he's not facing you, any of those are Backstab. pretty much. Backstab. There you go. go. Now you roll a 20-sided die, and then we can follow from there. 14. All right. Good hit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know backstab. Roll your chance for critical. Let me see. This is uh, dice am I bonus for that to one? critical. Is 20. Your natural critical is 40, so you have a 60, and then this gave you 70% chance for a crit hit. One hit. Yep. So Get roll two again. tens. Get off my plate. Oh, this is a 10 guy. Who's this a 10? Yeah, they're good. They're good. We're good. I am at uh, 65. All right. He's, he just falls over onto the ground. Fuck out of here. All right, so he's done. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to see under 40%. Oh, his homies notice. Other than at over 40%, right. they're too busy fighting to see what happened. Right. Like a club fight. Okay, 76. They have no idea that you just killed him. I'm a ninja. All right. Now, last move. Roll your 20 to grab this judge. <laughs> and take him. Yeah. Rock hand. Have some words. Yeah. 12. Okay. It's over 10. He has no negatives in this pack because he sucks at hand to hand. So, uh -huh. all right, you got him. The closest area would probably be the overhang back near the blacksmith spot. That's my Dark. house. So, you're headed there. Okay. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Willie. Uh, but you probably know me as Mac, aka your boy. And I have the privilege of playing Dolion Adolph in this adventure. So, if you made it to the end of this episode, Stay tuned, like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast, as we start episode two next week. Make sure you have those notifications on so you get uh, the heads up when it drops. All right. And I uh, hope to see you next week. Peace.